Hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. Today we have a homily for Sunday, May 2nd, 2021, which is the fifth Sunday in the Easter season. Let's begin with a reading from John's Gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of Christ May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, hello, everybody. A fond memory was brought to mind earlier this week as I chatted with a friend. Once every two years, all the clergy in the Diocese of Toronto gather together for a two- or three-day clergy conference. Like many conferences, there's usually a guest speaker, there's usually some vendors selling a variety of resources, and of course, there's some free time to reconnect with friends and colleagues. These conferences are usually held toward the end of May, and for the last several years, they've been held at Brock University in St. Catharines. Several years ago, one of my colleagues organized a wine tasting tour during our free time. I thought it was a good way to spend some time relaxing with friends, enjoy the outdoors, and maybe learn something along the way. Boy, was I in for an eye-opener. I had never given grapes much of a second thought. Occasionally, I'd snack on a few at a social event or at coffee hour after church. I had seen a few different kinds of grapes in the grocery store. I knew that there were green ones and some were purple and that some grapes were sweeter than others. And that's about where my knowledge of grapes began and ended. That all changed on this wine tour. As we walked along row upon row of vines, I felt the warm sun beat down on my shoulders. I listened to the staff describe all the things that can affect the taste of a grape. I heard about how the mixture of sun and rain, heat and cold, affects the flavor of the grape. Certain grapes grew better in one part of the vineyard than in others. Was there a lot of clay or a lot of sand in the soil? And how would that impact what would grow best? I was amazed to hear that people could take a sip of wine and be able to tell what the weather had been like in the year that those grapes were grown. 
my mind was blown. These folks had obviously dedicated years to their knowledge and technical skill in growing grapes. Not only that, they had also developed a highly refined palate, capable of distinguishing a variety of tones in wine. The ability to distinguish these subtle differences amazed me. Vineyard after vineyard, I met people who dedicated themselves to growing grapes and the craft of making excellent wine. Their approach wasn't simply calculating. They were strategic. You could almost say tactical. They knew that their livelihoods depended on it, as did the welfare of their families and everyone who was employed at their vineyard. People's lives, their futures, and entire economies depended on what they produced. All of this came to mind as I read today's gospel reading. Jesus used a metaphor comparing the spiritual life to a vineyard. In this metaphor, Jesus compared people of faith to branches on a vine, being nourished by our relationship with Jesus Christ. We are dependent on Christ for spiritual nourishment. God tends and nurtures the vineyard, ensuring that we continue to grow. There's a sense in which Jesus' vineyard analogy also coincides with what we heard last week about Jesus as the Good Shepherd. Just as the sheep follow and are cared for by the Good Shepherd, so too the branches cling to and are nourished by the vine which God attends. In both metaphors, we are dependent on God for sustenance and growth. The vineyard metaphor makes it especially clear that if we become separated from the source of our nourishment, we will wither and die. But what does this mean in practical terms? Just as sun, rain, and nutrients from the soil travel through the vine and nourish the grape, so too do we depend on a spiritual connection with our Creator if we are to remain spiritually alive and thriving. This metaphor stands in direct contrast to a cultural notion of rugged individualism or being a self-made person. It's a reminder that we are not self-made at all. We do not live in a vacuum. When I went on that wine tour several years ago, I was amazed to hear about how environmental factors can change the flavor of a grape. The same is true for us. Our environment affects the flavor of our lives. Participating in regular disciplines like prayer, the study of scripture, and participation in a community of faith help deepen and nourish our faith lives. These spiritual practices change the way that we understand God, ourselves, and the world around us, and other people. We are promised that if we continue to foster this dynamic, God can, and will, do amazing things through us. We begin to see that we are affected both by our environment and also that we have an impact on our environment. Our text for today does come with a warning. Anything that does not contribute to the health and vitality of the vine needs to be removed. This should not be heard as a judgment, 
but rather as an invitation towards a singular focus on spiritual growth. That which does not contribute to the spiritual health or growth either of the individual or of the community ought to be removed. This is about identifying what is of primary importance and what is not. It's about removing unnecessary distractions and bringing all of our resources to bear on strengthening our relationship to God. I have a little bit of trivia for the language enthusiasts in the crowd. The Latin word obediere is often translated into English as the word obedience. Now this calls to mind all kinds of images about rules and what happens when we disobey them. But this word can also be translated as attend to. It invites us to consider the kinds of things that we pay attention to in our own lives. Where do we seek out psychological, emotional, or spiritual nourishment? Where do we invest our time and energy? What kind of people do we want to become? What kind of character traits do we allow to take root and grow in our lives? What life traits do we want to nurture and allow to flourish? Returning to the vine metaphor for just a moment, we know that environmental factors affect the taste of the grape and of the wine. If we apply that metaphor to our own lives, how does the fruit of our lives taste? Can our lives be described as sweet, warm, and inviting? Where do we seek nourishment for our own lives? What things do we nurture in our own lives and in turn, how does the fruit of our lives impact the world around us? Let's pray. God of deep soil and luxurious growth, you call us to find our depth in you. May we abide in him alone who can teach us who we truly are. Jesus Christ, the true vine. Amen.